I'm Lachlan Rouston, and this is Raph Friedman, and we are best known as hosts of the Mind Muscle Project podcast. And you're listening to the top resource for personal trainers, fitness coaches, and gym owners, the In The Black Business Podcast. Project, welcome back to this week's In The Black. Uh, as you can hear, Lockie is away. He's on his, what we call, pandemic leave. He's been struck down by COVID, and uh, he's doing well. His, uh, his, his theory of immunity has run out, and he's hit a wall. He tested positive, and he's going to be out for a week. So you were with me, and obviously, Sean has stepped in. Uh, Sean from MPE stepped in for Lockie this week. Sean, how are you going? Oh, great. Let's do this. So have you had COVID? Just to, uh, Are we like two survivors here? We are, we are two men standing. Well, I am the only staff member out of uh, like 11 that we have in, in my organization that hasn't got COVID. So uh, obviously there's a, there's a natural selection process going on. I mean, superior genetics yeah. clearly are, uh, are at play. So this week we are talking about, uh, this is a topic that I think is close to my heart because we've hit it so many times and how painful it is. And it's how to know when your, your fitness business has got stuck. Uh, and when we talk about stuff, we're going to get into like, it might be stuck, not in the way you're thinking about it. It could be stuck in a whole variety of ways, but the, the common thread is each one of them is painful. And then obviously we're going to go into how you can get out of that. So where I wanted to start was how to actually know if you're stuck, Sean, because I noticed with a lot of gym owners and I've been guilty of this as well, which is when you're thinking short term, you're like, oh man, you know, this month was sort of better than last month. And the month before was a bit worse. And then this month maybe will be better. And the next month will be even better than that. And you, it's kind of just up and down. And you think, oh, I'm not stuck. You know, it's changing a lot, particularly with the pandemic, where there's kind of an excuse every single month with, you know, different restrictions. So you feel like you're not stuck. But I think in truth, when you step back as a business coach, you can see that, no, this, this business is seriously stuck. Yeah. And I think, you know, the pandemic is not a good excuse for being stuck. Uh, we've helped... I mean, thousands of businesses grow and achieve record months for, you know, nine, 10 consecutive quarters now, um, all through the pandemic. So, you know, if you look at your, and this, where it really is going to tell you the story is if you look at, I like to look at a rolling 18 months in a Mm -hmm. business, like by month rolling 18 months and look at your, your, your number of clients or members, your top line revenue, your bottom line profit. Uh, the role you've been playing in your business, all those things, and if if the needle has not moved, and at some point it's, it stops, you're you're plateaued, you may be declined, you know, and we're just kind of repeating the same story. Where a lot of people, you know, they reach some point that, uh, yeah, they might go up a, a few grand, down a few grand, but if, overall, you know, you look at a rolling three months, you look at a rolling eighteen months, there's not change in the business that uh, you are stuck. I'm sorry, you are stuck. Mm. The good news is to number one, become aware that you are stuck. And if you're interested in changing that, start to learn why you're stuck and then you can affect change. But you know, you've got to accept the fact that if you know you're doing a lot and things are not changing, um, then something's gotta change. Yeah, and I think it's it's a bit of a gut check when you do it that way. But if you look back 18 months from now, anyone could do this. If if you look at members. You just revenues, how much money you make in a month, how much profits or what's left over in the month and what job you're doing. When I look at that, I mean, if at least three of those four haven't improved, you're pretty stuck because, you know, we've had times in the past where our members have gone up, but, you know, in truth, we lowered the prices, few things changed. I'm doing the same job. The revenue hasn't really changed and the profit maybe is worse. I'm obviously stuck, you know, even though the membership maybe tells a different story. So really yeah. you, you need to see like multiple of these things getting better. Yes. 
Yeah. I mean, and really, I think the main thing is being clear about what is your personal vision? You know, what, what do you want this business to do for you in supporting your life in terms of your, you know, your, your take home, your, your income, personal income, uh, in terms of your, you know, your lifestyle and the hours you work and, uh, and really the role you play, the passion you have around, you know, the, the operational role you play in the business or leadership role you play in the business, all those things need to be serving you and need to be making progress. Uh, and if they're not, then yeah, you're stuck. Yeah. And, and one, you know, one note that I didn't realize when I was starting, which was that sometimes you think, well, this is fine because this is pretty good. Like I've got a pretty solid lifestyle. I don't need to you know, coach the mornings anymore. I've kind of got some support doing like the programming. I really enjoy that. I'm making like pretty decent money, better than I was when I was a coach. You know, maybe we'll just stay at this level for a while. But what you realize after a long time of doing that is this for multiple reasons, you can't just stay the same. Staying the same is like not really a strategy. And I'll tell you that one of the biggest reasons is that you're, there's no motivation for the team because if you're going around and the team's like, cool, what's like kind of the plan this year? And you're like, you know, pretty much the same as last year. Like they, they start looking for other jobs or side hustles or other things to do if there's no, no progress that's really on the cards. Yeah. I mean, most people, you know, they want to be part of doing meaningful work that makes an impact in the world, right? That is the main driver, especially in our industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, money is not the number one driver, if you really want to like get rich, you'd be going doing finance yeah. or something yeah. else than fitness. So the there's main easy, drivers want to be. That's for sure. There's either ways to make money, uh, but this is work that you know we want to contribute and we want to make a, a meaningful impact on the world around us and feel like we're part of something that's making a dent in the universe and making an impact in the world. So, you know, that's what attracts and retains talent. Mm. Um, yeah, and there's no, you know we have a saying, if you're not growing, you're dying. It's really critical because even if, you know, if the revenue and the profit might be okay, uh, you know, if you're not again, continuing leading, um, then, you know, people are going to go astray. You're going to have turnover in clients. You're going to have turnover in team, you know, and the industry is evolving. You know, I mean, you, is anybody running the same operational playbook that you ran 10 years ago? No. Man, it's such a good point because the 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 competition improves so much so that even if you're doing really well now and you say the same if you just think about the type of gym that would have killed it 10 years ago would just get destroyed eaten alive today when you know if you had like a pretty decent kind of gym with like you know good black paint on the wall really nice coaches you know no real plan but it was just different to the big box gyms you would have smashed it 10 years ago but now it's like you know unbelievably well-run uh, F45s is like private equity with Barry's doing Facebook ads all day and you're going to get eaten alive. And that will, I guess, happen again in the next 10 years. So, you know, even if you're good now, unless you're improving, you're obviously going to fall behind the competition. And then all of a sudden, less members will, will stick around. They'll want to, they want to pay less and, you know, you won't actually be staying the same. You'll be going backwards. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I think, you know, know that when you own, when you take on the responsibility of business ownership and when you are an operator, an owner operator, especially, uh, you've got to be leading. And leadership means, you know, growth and fulfillment of everybody's vision and a mission. Uh, and that's your responsibility. If that's not you and you're not inspired to do that work, then I encourage you to sell before you get hurt, you know, <laughs> and sell to someone who wants to go do that work. And um, or, you know, it's not uncommon to fall out of love with your business because you are stuck because you don't know how to make it better because you've been trying, but things aren't really working. This is where we want to, you know, 
ask for help, get help. And all of a sudden you figure out how to win again. You start breaking through things that have held you back for months or years. And it's exciting. And it's mm-hmm. a joy. You know, it's fun to win. It's fun to, to, to win in business. It's fun to make an impact in business. It's fun when you do great work and you have money and you have time and, you know, you're leading and growing people to develop their careers and, and so on. So, you know, that's the joy of entrepreneurship. Uh, and, uh, and I think I want to encourage people to being, you know, recognizing you're stuck is not a bad thing. It is from meeting resistance and meeting challenge that we grow. So herein lies the seed of opportunity. You have a growth opportunity. And we like to say there are no problems. There are decisions to make. So you get the chance to make a decision, make a growth decision to either face this challenge and figure out how to meet it and overcome it and win, or no decision is really a decision to avoid and just ignore and your business will decline and die at some point. And, you know, that's the facts. And that is the facts. And I know we're going to get into the areas of how to, uh, you know, diagnose which area you're stuck in. But what you said about the comfort zones, you know, so often when I see gyms that are stuck and you know, they're stuck because it's just the same as it was three years ago. You see the business owner and they're doing everything besides, you know, the growth work to, to really improve the gym. They're like, oh, outside my comfort zone, crazy workout today. I'm like, you already like workouts. That's, that's the last thing that's outside your comfort zone. Yeah. You love working out. That's like, that's a break for you. You know, the, getting outside the comfort zone might be, I don't know, planning out their financials for the next 12 months or like having a hard conversation with a staff member. And, you know, we'll get into like the specific reason why, but I think there's a more general reason why, which is like, you, you're obviously just not really pushing yourself. You might feel like you are because you're doing really hard workouts and I don't know, you stay late coaching the classes, but there's more to that when to really get outside your comfort zone when you're talking about uh, entrepreneurship and, and running a business. Yeah. I mean, you know, humans are wired to avoid pain. You know, they really are like seek comfort and avoid pain and owning a business on trip. It's, it's leg day every day. It's leg day. (laughs) You know, you got to fall in love with leg day. It's going to be hard. It's going to push you. You're going to, you know, you're going to be hitting squats. You're going to be challenged. You know, it's, and you got to fall in love with, you know, facing those challenges, meeting them and growing through them. And that is the mindset and the attitude and, you know, the, the uncommon qualities uh, that make successful business owners and entrepreneurs. Yeah. You know, I'll give an example personally. So we had a point where we realized that, and it's one of the places you can get stuck. It's not the only place, but it's a big one, which is uh, the team, you know, just, just wasn't up to scratch or the team wasn't improving. I guess it would be one, you know, everything kind of still rested on me to do or, or lucky to do. And the team just was like doing their like regular stuff, but you know, they weren't taking any new responsibility on new initiative. And the job I had to do was, you know, meet with them every single week individually, you know, tell them where they were screwing up and tell them how they could be better. And that was a job that I couldn't imagine a worse job to take on every single week, talking to someone that may be older than me, telling them, Hey, this is where you weren't good enough. And this is how I need to be better next time. There's pretty much any other job. I would rather do than that. But that was the job that I had to do. And I think most people, that job, that's a job they don't want to do. Yeah. I'll tell you just a brief story from, so before NPE, uh, you know, I owned uh, two fitness facilities um, and I remember I was, you know, uh, this was like at 26. I remember uh, one of my uh, coaches was a retired NFL player who played in the Super Bowl, oh, like <laughs> all that kind of stuff. <laughs> And he was my, he was my coach and, you know, I'm, I'm 26 sitting, you know, in a, in an office and I'm 
I'm critiquing, you know, this NFL pro football player who's like, you know, a guy. Like I watched him on TV in the Super Bowl, you know, and I'm here telling him, yeah, we're not doing this right. <laughs> we need to do this, you know, all those things. And it's, I think it's awkward. It's awkward for anybody mm. when you haven't managed people, um, you haven't been in a leadership or responsibility. And particularly when you're young and achieving levels of success. And now you're, as you said, leading people who are older, more mature. And, you know, in some cases, like I saw this guy on TV, like, yeah, you know, now he's here and I'm telling him what to do today. Uh, this is interesting. Um, but it was, you know, great growth experiences. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, this is, this is the growth, this, I mean, this is the joy of entrepreneurship is you will face things that are way outside your comfort zone that are scary, that you suck at, and you're going to have to love, fall in love with sucking. And until you, you know, fail fast and learn how to get better and, and you have to embrace, you know, uh, that journey. Most people avoid things they suck at. They don't want to, you know, Mm. feel stupid. They don't want to make mistakes. You know, I just watched a great, uh, well, a lot of my friends have passed around. I'm sure you've seen it. There's a great, uh, Kobe's last, uh, full interview, Kobe Bryant's last full interview at a, at a conference. And some of my friends have been passing around lately and, uh, Kobe talks about, you know, his first, um, uh, you know, championships when he's like six air balls, you know, just totally mm-hmm. like missing shots, like big game shots, lost the game, you know, uh, and, uh, and, you know, it just says, you know, you're, he learned to, uh, you're not that important. Get over it. Yeah. It's embarrassing, but you know what? So what just get on, get on to the next thing, you know, get over yourself and go to work and embrace, you know, why did I make that mistake? Why did I fail? What can I fix? How do I get that better? Okay. And commit to do the work and then come back stronger. And you gotta, you gotta do that every day. And that takes a lot of resilience. Uh, it takes a lot of passion, a lot of heart, a lot of commitment. Um, but, uh, but that's the exciting journey. And I know team is one that's been one for us, but I think, you know, some people I find are really natural with the team thing and they actually kill it. And I definitely look up to them because that wasn't me, but some people to infinite, they're really charismatic. They're really good with people. You know, that's not the, the hold up for them. Where else can be a major reason that you're just seeing the same membership numbers, the same revenue month after month. Yeah. I think a lot of things, um, If you'd like to continue listening to this episode, head over to our new podcast feed by searching In the Black, The Mind Muscle Project, wherever you're listening to this show, or head to the link in the description below. This is where we will now host all of our amazing fitness business content related to growing gyms, how to make money as a fitness influencer, and all our business interviews, like the one with Whoop founder, Will Ahmed. Again, search In the Black, The Mind Muscle Project to get all the full-length fitness business shows ad-free. Make sure to click follow and subscribe when you're there so you don't miss a new episode. See you on the other feed.